This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. Welcome back to another solo episode. We're chugging along with the solo episodes. I'm, I'm very proud of myself, I have to say. Um, today, I wanted to talk about one of the biggest questions I get asked all the time on the internet and in real life, and it's, TK, how the fork do you not care what others think? And the answer is, is that I do, but one, I'm really good at hiding it, and two, I've gotten way better at genuinely not caring, so I wanted to share some of my tips and tricks with you guys, because if one little thing from this podcast can help you care less about what others think, then slay. I love that. So I want to take you on a little trip with me to my apartment. If you know what I'm talking about, my apartment, you've seen it all over the internet. <laughs> it has the curvy, thick, juicy couch. It has pops of red everywhere. It has a little bit of sports action. We have a, you know, a photo of Muhammad Ali. I have a little basketball plant thing. It's spicy and it's in the heart of downtown LA. And I want you to pretend you're in my living room with me. And the sun is setting and we are looking outside at all the other buildings in our eyesight and all of the little apartments within the buildings. And I want you to picture yourself in mine looking at all of the other buildings and all of the other little lights that are turned on within one building and how every person's little light is their little life. And this is something I think about so often being in my living room is, wow, I am so small. So anytime you're thinking about, you know, so-and-so talking crap about you, caring about what your parents think, about your career decisions, caring about what anyone thinks in your life, I want you to picture yourself with me in my apartment, in my living room that I plaster all over the internet, looking out at all of the tens of hundreds of thousands of people in their little room that's literally a light that I can see and all of the problems they're dealing with and how small we really are. Because at the end of the day, whatever you're worried about or whatever so-and-so is saying about you is most likely not going to matter in two days let alone a week, let alone a year. Um, just to make you feel a little bit smaller on this big, massive earth is think about how big of an epidemic the pandemic was and COVID was. And to this day, like what once was the biggest 
thing and the biggest scare of the entire world is now so small and such a small piece of our life today that we're like, oh, yeah, like go get tested. Like we we figured it out. We have a routine. We got through the pandemic. I don't know. I just feel like I try and think of those massive moments in my life. Like, for instance, my parents telling me that they're going to get a divorce. And I remember it felt like an actual knife going into my heart. And I was like, my life is over. Like, uh, this is so embarrassing. My life is over. How am I going to be able to survive? And now that is such a small thing in my life that I've like totally accomplished and it doesn't matter anymore. And I'm happy for, you know, what they've done for themselves. And I've totally accepted it. And I just want you to think of those things or bring yourself to a living room in a city looking out, seeing all the millions of people in their little living rooms. And sometimes I can tell who's like a Gen Z person or a TikToker because I'll like see a ring light or I'll see the like Amazon (laughs) purple lights in their room. Um, And that person has a problem that's, you know, maybe way 10 times bigger than yours. So perspective is the biggest thing that I like to think of. When I'm overthinking how to not care what others think, Um, think of yourself in that living room. So I heard this tip or saying a couple of weeks ago, and it really resonated with me. And the quote was, don't ever let anyone into your life that you wouldn't invite into your house. So if you're out and about and you meet someone with bad energy, it's like, okay, the next time you see them, don't give them energy because clearly you would never invite them over. Same goes for like your Instagram feed. It's like, if you wouldn't invite this person into your house, why the fork are you following them and comparing yourself to them and caring, you know, what they would think? Because if you wouldn't invite them over into the comfort of your own house and serve them a tea, then why the heck are they in our mind period so that's another thing i try and think of is like really pay attention to who you have over and let be a part of your life because it's a privilege to be a part of your life and those people actually care about you you should never take criticism from someone you would never take advice from or you would never go to to ask for advice another thing to remember is that hurt people hurt people um I feel like anytime I'm negative or like talking too much shit or saying stuff that is just completely unnecessary is truly when I'm hurt or down bad. Um, I just went to this wellness retreat in Arizona. And one of the things I learned that I literally took a photo of because it hit me so hard was to think of these four things before you say something. The first thing is, is is what I'm about to say truthful. You know, think about when you're giving advice or someone's asking for your opinion. Is what I'm about to say truthful? The next thing is, is what I'm about to say kind? The next thing is, is now the right time? And the last thing is, is it necessary? So when you think about those things, when you're giving advice or you're about to say something, you're about to speak, and if you really thought about those four things, Is it truthful? Is it kind? Is it the right time? And is it necessary? When you're asking for someone for an opinion or someone's giving you their opinion, think about, are they thinking about those things? Because I can almost guarantee you they aren't, which means at the end of the day, it's probably a bad time or it's probably unnecessary or it's probably not truthful or it's probably not kind. 
I don't know if that was a light bulb that just went off in your head, but it was a light bulb that went off in mine. And I want to be way more intuitive when I say something because all the time I say shit out of my ass that doesn't even make sense or somewhat rude. And it's not well thought out. And it's not all of those four things. Think about the amount of times you've said something out of your ass that literally means nothing or was rude for no reason. When someone is saying something rude or caring a little bit too much about you, think about did they think of those four things because I guarantee you they didn't and maybe you can teach them to think about those things before they send you something (laughs) next time because it's a really good motto I think to live by so hurt hurt people truly do hurt people so that is something to remember and if someone's being mean to you normally it's like out of projection like they're projecting themselves onto you they're jealous Mostly, most of the time that's the case. Or there's something going on deep down that they're dealing with and they want to feel better in the slightest so they take it out on you and try and put you down to make themselves feel better when at the end of the day, it's one, just gonna end up in the long run making them feel worse. And two, you really have to protect yourself and pay attention to are they being genuine and are they actually giving me constructive criticism right now or are they sad and hurt and mad about something? And projecting it on me because a lot of times that will happen to me and it'll be something they're sad and hurt about from years and years and years ago. And maybe it was a traumatic experience and they're literally taking it on me because they're saying I'm happy and I'm an easy target and they don't like that I'm happy and they're sad. So that is something to consider is like, who are you actually going to allow yourself into your bubble and into your orbit because that truly is a privilege, like I said. One thing I recommend is the overall umbrella is you need to start living for yourself versus living for other people's approval. So you can start doing this by starting making a note in your notes app and making a list of things that genuinely make you wholeheartedly so happy because you're here on this earth for a reason and to live your truth, live your purpose. I know this sounds a little foo-foo, but seriously, you need to do things that make you happy because when you're your best self, you're able to help others and help like change the world one day. You're, you aren't put on this earth to please others. So by making a list of things that genuinely make you happy, this is like the start of you living for yourself and not living for other people's approval. Does that make sense? One thing that I feel like a lot of people struggle with is I actually got a lot of DMs and um, responses to the question sticker I put on my Instagram. Follow me at TK's Juicy Polls. Um, But everyone was like, how do I stop myself from thinking everyone in the room is looking at me when clearly they're like, I know they aren't. But deep down, I still think they do. And I think this is something called the spotlight effect. I kind of looked it up. And basically, it's a psychology term, like thinking that, oh, if you walk into a grocery store, everyone in in the grocery store is looking at you and judging you. Um, But in reality, every single person in that grocery store, like, actually doesn't give a shit about you. Not in a mean way. It's just, like, they are too self-absorbed and thinking about themselves and thinking about what they're going to eat for dinner. Um, you know, what they need to get because their mom told them to pick it up at the grocery store, what their boyfriend's going to respond to them while they're at the grocery store, what they're going to wear tomorrow, what they're stressed out about, what other people are thinking about them. Like they're too self-absorbed to be thinking about you. So that is something like logically you can think about is you're walking in the grocery store and you're thinking about everyone caring 
about you and like what you're wearing and what you look like. Literally no one gives a fork because they're too self-absorbed. So think about that, first of all. And first and foremost, it's definitely the spotlight effect. And um, people are way too focused on themselves, not you. So just remember that. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. I feel like every time I make those lists in my notes app of like things that make me happy and like things that I'm good at and like where I can provide value, like making lists are really great because it helps me have a resource for me to resort to when I'm spiraling and thinking like, 
you know, I, I'm doubting myself. I'm questioning myself. I'm questioning my purpose. I'm questioning how I can add value. And having those lists is really crucial for me because I can resort to them when I'm spiraling and look at, no, I do provide value here. I do provide value here and remind myself because it's so normal to like spiral. Even myself, I'll be like, is this for me? Am I doing the right thing? Am I helpful? Am I good at this? And having a place that I can look at and trust that I wrote when I was in a good state of mind instead of a spiraling state of mind is really important. So I definitely recommend utilizing your notes app. I'm like a crazy person about my notes app. Um, By the way, I just told a friend this and they didn't know, you can lock your notes within your notes app and you can have a password for it. I feel like a lot of people don't actually know that and I lock a lot of my notes. Like one of my notes that is locked and signed, sealed and delivered for me and only me is my drunk thoughts. When I'm coming home in an Uber and I'm, I don't know, I'm sad about a boy or whatever. That's when I go to my drunk thoughts app, I type in my little password. I, that is for me and only me and my thoughts. So if you want to do that for, you know, ways you provide value or things to help you not care what others think, um, or maybe someone's really bothering you and they're, you know, they're really talking shit and you need to go into a notes app and write down the reality of what it is. You know, they're jealous about this. They're upset about this. They wish they could, they admire this about me. If you really need to go in there and in a notes app and get it out, by all means do that. But, you know, maybe lock it. So, you know, no one sees it. <laughs> what I will say though, is remember your forking password, because if you don't remember it, you won't be able to get into the note. And if you don't care, great. But if you do care, make sure you put that password somewhere else because you're screwed. That's happened to me before. So the next tip I have is to truly invest in yourself. So that way you're so familiar with your worth that when the outsiders in the peanut gallery says their little things here and there, you're literally so unbothered because you're so invested in yourself and your own hobbies and your own life that like the little chit chat peanut galleries, like what I like to call it, all around, which will happen. People love to talk when you're doing good. You know, they love to chit chat and um, because they're so bothered by you when you're doing good. So um, whenever that's happening, um, that's when I really like to resort to things that I know will always keep me on track. So sticking to my hobbies you know, having my things that make me happy no matter what. Um, journaling, therapy, affirmations. I try and do affirmations, if not every day, every other day. E- even like I'll do five. I'll be like, I'm a catch. I am freaking sexy. I am smart. I provide value. I, you know, things like that. Even it sounds silly. Like it, it makes me uncomfortable to be like, I am sexy. But sometimes you have to remind yourself that. Like, no, you are a catch. You are a hot commodity. Um, You are a privilege to be around. You provide value. You are awesome. You're a blast to be around. You're so fun. You're energetic. You have a positive outlook on life. Like people want, that is awesome. People want a piece of that. So um, writing affirmations is really crucial because it helps you keep on track and in line when the peanut gallery is, you know, chitter chattering. You got to stay on focus and not let that shit get to you because it's literally shit. (laughs) Another thing is that's really crucial is cut out toxic people. Anyone that makes you feel less than in the slightest, you need to make note of and nip it in the bud. 
I don't mean you need to like have an altercation and a big confrontation and like literally a blow up and have a whole, you know, breakup ceremony. In your head, you can have your own funeral and, um, you know, you can start by muting them if you don't want to piss them off by directly unfollowing. Like start with little things to eventually cut them out of your life because that person is just going to get worse and worse. And I don't know. I try and catch it when it's small little digs here and there because that's how it always starts. It's always like, oh, you live here? Like, hmm, must be nice. Stuff like that. Or like, you know, oh, you didn't have to get dressed up so nice for this. Like stuff like that, that you're like, what the heck? Like, why are you so bothered by this? Um, You have to trust your gut and intuition and you have to nip it in the bud before they are way more into your circle than you think and it's way harder to cut them out. So um, yeah, nip things in the bud pretty quickly. Another thing you can do is read books on this topic. One of my favorite books that I've been listening to lately is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It is pretty, I would say, more on like the analytical side. Like it's definitely like a self-help. I will say like it's no Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Okay, right. I'm not like that invested in it, but it is nice to have this type of book in the background while I'm getting other things done. Because like I said, if you learn one thing from this podcast today or if you learn one thing from the book, then, you know, kudos to you. And of course, self-care, whatever that means to you, nails, hair, bath, exercise, and hobbies, like sticking to those and having those things that are sacred to you and you only get to share with others that are truly people you love and admire and you know genuinely want the best for you, That that's for you. And like I said with, with my videos, I'm like, they're for the girls and the gays. They're not for the men. They're not for the straight men, right? They're for the girls and the gays. So your hobbies and your interests and your self-care items, those are for you know your best friends and your, your top five, no one else. Keep that sacred to you. One thing that's really helped me not give a fork about what others think is realizing that no matter what I do and when I do it, someone is always going to have an opinion about me, whether it's good or it's bad. And you really have to think when you want to conquer like a career path that, you know, is out of the norm for you or you want to date someone that isn't normal for you or whatever the case is that you're worried about and you're worried about what others think. You have to remember that no matter what you do or what you pursue in life, people are always are going to have something to say. And at the end of the day, chitter chatter and talk is cheap. Like it means nothing. It, it's bullshit. No one is actually there showing up to work, doing what you want to do, putting in the hours at night. No one's going to get it other than you. Like there's a burning desire and piece of you that just wants to put in the time and effort to whatever it is you want to accomplish. I'm thinking like career stuff. Like if you want to be a freaking YouTuber and it, and you're putting in the hours late at night, like that's on your little Sally over here that's in the part of the peanut gallery. Like why is that such a bother to her? Like that's weird, honestly, seriously. That's weird when people care way too much about you. And like if they do, you have to slightly pat yourself on the back that they care too much because it means you're doing something right. It means you're on to something. So just realize that no matter what you pursue in life, like whether it's, you know, you're having a baby, you're getting married, you're 
on to the next chapter of your life, like people are always going to have chitter chatter and they're always going to have an opinion, whether it's good or it's bad. You have to trust yourself and your gut. Like, no, I started this for a reason. And no matter what people say, you just have to remind yourself like, okay, when I go to pursue this, I have to remember no matter what anyone says, this is what I want to do. And you want to do it for a reason. And no one is, it's going to make sense to no one but you. So that's something I try to remember. Also, everyone thinks everything is weird until it's not. For instance, me starting a YouTube channel, me taking photos when I was in high school and they were like not very good and me wanting to pursue, you know, being this videographer, Tumblr, cool, girly, like artsy girly that would post on social media. Like people would uh, people would make fun of it. I remember it to this day. Like there were girls that were so mean to me. They would tweet about me. They would post on social media about me. Like I was such I lived rent free in these girls heads. Like I didn't realize it at the time. Now I'm like I lived rent free in your head. You were so jealous and bothered by me having fun and pursuing something that I always like to do and that genuinely made me happy that you spent time out of your day to not only think in turmoil over it, but you wanted to tweet and post social media things about me. I bothered you that much. It's just, it's actually hilarious when you think about it. So now here I am making a career out of this and these girls wish they had a taste of what I'm doing. And they wish they maintained a relationship with me because now, no, I will not promote their products because they were mean to me back in the day, you know? Um, so things always come around and it's always weird until it's not. I always use this example, but there was a time on earth where smart water was weird. And someone was like, that's such a bad idea. Oh my God, yada, yada. And whoever the inventor of smart water is, is now a millionaire, potentially a billionaire. Because you know what I'm buying at the airport? This, smart water. You know what I'm buying at the gas station? Smart water. Because it's cool. And because it's good. And um, because it's a thing now. Or same with Uber. One time, once upon a time, the founder of Uber thought of this idea and they told all of their friends and five of his or her friends thought it was a good idea and there was one person in the peanut gallery that thought it was weird and that person tried to get in the founder of uber's head but the founder of uber said fork you get out of my lane get out of my way i'm making this and look at them now we all want stock in uber so try and think of it that way like just you wait um nothing makes people more mad than staying in your own lane Success and silence are a dynamic duo. Nothing pisses anyone else more than you being happy, being successful, and not even saying anything about it. Just letting your work speak for itself. Because at the end of the day, talk is cheap. One thing that really helped me with not giving a fork about what others think is realizing that I am not perfect and realizing that whatever I want to accomplish is not going to be perfect and that's okay. We are not perfectionists here. Everyone, every single business owner or successful person still thinks that their successful business isn't perfect. For example, I guarantee you, the way I look at Skims, Kim Kardashian's clothing brand and, you know, underwear what is it called? Shapewear brand. The way I look at Skims is I'm like, this is a perfect company. You're genius. 
the way she mar- like uses marketing and social media, she's a genius. I'm like, she's perfect, right? The, the brand is perfect. The way they do is perfect. I bet the way that she envisioned Skims in her head, like the way it is now is probably not how she ever envisioned it. And in her head, it's not perfect, which is okay. But to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so perfect. So that is something to remember is like, whatever I have envisioned for my life and my goal it's not going to be perfect and that's okay. You're not supposed to be perfect. And um, once you realize that, it makes life a lot more fun and easier um, because then you're not striving to be perfect all the time and then you're not let down all the time. I feel like striving for perfectionism and the idea I had in my head for YouTube videos when I first started is the reason I feel so behind now because I didn't upload those videos because I was too worried about them being the perfect edit and me looking perfect and me looking cuter and you know the angle and the lighting and the editing or whatever it is. I was so fixated on it being so perfect that I never uploaded it because in my head it wasn't good enough when in reality no one would have given a shit and I should have just started and ripped the band-aid off and did it and adjusted along the way and got better along the way because the only thing that'll truly make you be perfect or get better is putting in the hours of work. You know, it says, they say it takes 10,000 hours to be good at something, to be expert at something. So you just start your 10,000 hours. There's no way you're going to be perfect before you even start. That's the point of practice and putting in the hours is so that you get better. I was my own worst critic and I still am my own worst critic, but my advice to you is if you are wanting to start a YouTube channel, if you're wanting to start a podcast, if you're wanting to start anything, a business, you know, a new venture, a new chapter in your life, just launch now and adjust later. You you have to try and you have to figure out things along the way because no one starts off perfect and you should look back on your old self and think, oh, I've gotten a lot better at this. Like that's embarrassing. You should look back on your old stuff and think it's embarrassing because that's that means you've gotten a lot better. Let the idea of perfectionism go and let the idea of thinking everyone needs to like you to go because not everyone's going to like you. Um, that's another thing. I, I always try and remember that not everyone's going to like me because I don't like everyone. Um, think about every movie in the world. Like, I, how can I expect everyone to like me when I don't like every show or I don't like every smoothie or I don't like every flavor? That's normal. Um, not everyone's going to like like you because you don't like everyone. So that's another thing to think about. The last thing I have on this list is so corny, but it is so true. In the famous words of Drizzy, <laughs> a.k.a. Drake, YOLO. Seriously, you only live once. You have one life to live. You can either live it for the approval of others, which is literally so toxic and so stupid, like and negative. Like that is just not the way to go. Or you can, you know, seize the day. You only live once. Who gives a frick about what anyone thinks? Who gives a fork? Um, life is so short. I would rather live with a million failures knowing I tried than with regret, wishing I would have tried something. So this is your sign. Take a dive into the deep end. And the worst that can happen is you fail and you belly flop and 
no one's going to care in two days. So yeah, that is my advice. I'm going to answer some of your questions on Instagram. Someone asked, is there something you have to say to yourself to get out of a caring mindset, like a mantra? And when I read this, I immediately thought of the saying, comparison is the thief of joy, which is so true. I think it's such a good mantra to live by. Comparison really is the thief of joy. Every time I find myself you know, tearing myself apart, looking through social media, comparing myself to others, it just makes me sad and mad. So I try to remind myself, like, comparison is the thief of joy. Everyone has a seat at the table. Like, why am I even putting time and energy into this person? Stop comparing yourself to others. Ooh, I liked, someone else said this, and I really liked it, and I agree. They said, the way I see it, no one knows what's best for me other than me. And I think that's so true because... There's so many times where, you know, I'm going through a situation and I ask for advice from someone and they, I don't know, they give me advice that like, I feel like I'm not going to use. And I always regret even asking because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to use that. And now they just waste their time giving me advice that I'm not going to use. So I always try to remember like, no one is going to give better advice than I'm going to give myself because I'm the one that's actually in the situation and I got myself in this. I'm going to know how to get myself out of this. So trust yourself. Someone said, I'm in college and there are three mean girls that talk shit about me. How do I stop caring? I've tried. Well, first of all, you need to realize they are jealous of you. <laughs> That's the first thing. But two, I I empathize with this because this has happened to me. It's it's does not get any easier the older you get. I feel like my mom's even dealt with this with like mean like old ladies. <laughs> um, and it's so first of all, it's like corny and embarrassing and weird when people care too much about you or someone, and they talk so much shit. Like that's like get a hobby. One of my favorite quotes from Eleanor Roosevelt is. Great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. So clearly they have a small mind, but it doesn't make it any easier for you. Um, what you're feeling is so valid. My advice is make yourself busy, make yourself distracted. Um, anytime you are spiraling, thinking about it, like go hang out with other friends, make yourself busy, go out and about, go out on the town, go shopping, go to the grocery store, like distract yourself, watch a movie um, because the time that you're spending thinking about what they're saying about you is just as bad. So, you know, try to fill up that space with distracting yourself with things that fuel you is what I would say. Someone said, which I love this is remember we are floating on a ball in space in the middle of nowhere. And I think that's so true. Those are all the questions I'm going to answer in regards to this subject. One thing I wanna end on is a fun little like rapid fire game. I have, I had you guys ask me a bunch of rapid fire questions on Instagram, just so you guys can get to know me a little bit better. And um, I think some of them might be advice questions. Okay, first question is, what's your spirit animal? Probably a dolphin or like a unicorn. <laughs> Would you ever go brunette? No, I don't think so. Do you ever regret not going to IU or a football school? Uh, yes, but not fully. I guess regret isn't the word. Sometimes I wish I could have experienced both, if that makes sense. How to deal with fake friends even though you're scared you have no others. Honestly, I would rather hang out by myself than hang out with fake friends. Like become your own best friend, you know? 
What is the top tip in life you have been given and by who? Mm. I, I mean, I've said a million things in this podcast from Angela Arntz that I had on this podcast. She was the former CEO of Burberry and former vice president of marketing at Apple. I just, I always reference that podcast because it literally, I felt like changed my life. One of the things she said was talk is cheap, which I have said a gazillion times in this podcast. She also said to trust your gut and intuition like more than you trust anyone or anything. And I think that's so true. Um, another tip that I love that it's a quote that my dad always says is if you think you're beaten, you are. And I think that's so true. Like everything's in the state of mind. Like if you aren't, if you don't think you can, you won't be able to. So you have to be like your biggest cheerleader. Um, love the quote, launch now, adjust later. I just said that, but that is true. Like rip off the bandaid, just do it. Another thing on this podcast, Katie Welch, the chief marketing officer of Rare Beauty, she said that stuck with me is you need to find a life partner and just people in general that are genuinely more excited for your biggest wins than you are. Otherwise, they aren't it. First date expectations. Ooh. I expected them them to follow up like the day before, like a couple hours or like the morning before to be like, hey, can't wait to see you tonight. I expect that. Like a little touching base. I expect them to buy the drinks on the first date or whatever it is. I mean, obviously to be kind and stuff. Those are like the two main things, I guess, like dating tips. Would you go to prison for your significant other? Honestly, no. <laughs> Are you happy with where you are in life right now? I'd say yeah. Overall, yeah. There's things I'm nitpicky about that I'm like, no, but overall, yeah. Best fashion advice you've ever gotten. I think a thing that no one talks about is how important fit is. Like you could have the cutest, most expensive clothing item in the world. And if it doesn't fit you right, it's not going to look good and it's not going to be a staple and it's not going to make you feel good. So I think to really style yourself for your body type and our bodies ebb and flow throughout the years. Like sometimes um, my boobs are bigger in a certain season. Sometimes I need a bigger pair of pants. Um, sometimes I'm into tiny tops, like whatever the case is, like definitely shop for your fit and your body type versus I guess trends because fit I feel like you'll feel better and it looks better no matter what the item is shop for your confidence what makes you feel good versus you know what's popping on TikTok at the moment how do you know when you're ready to take the next step I think when you've had the thought multiple times about ooh Am I ready to change? I think if you've had it multiple, multiple times, that's when you should change because I always like to say like you should always leave a party before you think you should. Same goes um, for romantic relationships. Like if you've had the thought multiple times, you should probably break up with them before all hell breaks loose and you literally can't even stand it anymore. Leave the party before you think you should. That's when it's time to go, I think. What's something you wish you did differently starting out in LA slash the industry? I wish I would have just started my channel and my like Instagram. I wish I would have started actually posting. I, I cared too much about what people think, which is ironic because of this podcast. But I wish I would have just bit the bullet and uploaded no matter what, no matter like if the views were bad, no matter how long it took me, no matter how embarrassing I thought it was, no matter how bad my acne was. I wish I would have just done it because, like I said, repetition 
And consistency is what makes perfect, not you having clear skin. Does that make sense? Someone asked, is it bad to loan siblings money? Ooh. That's interesting. I think I would loan my brother money. It just depends on what it's for. And I think it depends on your financial status, like currently. Like, are I think no matter who you loan money to, you have to be willing to lose it, period, and not, you know, it is a gamble. Like, you have to think, okay, I'm not going to get this back. And if I do, like, it's kind of a shock. Like, you can't commit on getting it back because at the end of the day, I trust no one with getting my money back. <laughs> I feel like history has proved itself that when you loan money, no matter where it is, you have to expect to not get it back, no matter if they're a family member, blood related or not. Ooh, my last meal. (laughs) I think it would definitely be pizza, like a margarita pizza. I love pizza so much. We will end on a good note. Anyway, I hope that this helped you guys care a little less about what everyone thinks. I know it's hard in this like world of social media and TikTok and Instagram. And it's all about comparison. It's all about, look at what I'm doing. But you have to remember that what people are posting on Instagram is not real life. And most of the times you're having the most fun moments in your life. They're not even captured on your phone. So just remember that when it comes to social media, when you're scrolling, like have a little filter for your eyes being like, this isn't real, but it's fun to look at. So yeah, um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at TK's Juicy Polls and on TikTok and subscribe to my personal YouTube channel. I'll have it linked down below. And I hope you guys have the best week ever. Be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace.